Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Third Canto, Chapter 24, Texts 35 through 40. The Lord replies to Kardamamuni. Text 35. The Personality of Godhead, Kapila, said, Whatever I speak, whether directly or in the scriptures, is authoritative in all respects for the people of the world. O Muni, because I told you before that I would become your son, I have descended to fulfill this truth. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Kardamamoni was to leave his family life to completely engage in the service of the Lord. But since he knew that the Lord himself, as Kapila, had taken birth in his home as his son, why was he preparing to leave home to search out self-realization or God-realization? God himself was present in his home. Why should he leave home? Such a question may certainly arise. But here, it is said that whatever is spoken in the Vedas and whatever is practiced in accordance with the injunctions of the Vedas is to be accepted as authoritative in society. Vedic authority says that a householder must leave home after his 50th year. Panchasordvam vanam vrajet. One must leave his family life and enter the forest after the age of 50. This is the authoritative statement of the Vedas, based on the division of social life into four departments of activity, Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprast, and Sannyas. Kardamamoni practiced yoga very rigidly as a brahmachari before his marriage, and he became so powerful and attained so much mystic power that his father, Brahma, ordered him to marry and beget children as a householder. Kardama did that also. He begot nine good daughters and one son, Kapilamoni, and thus his householder duty was also performed nicely, and now his duty was to leave. Even though he had the Supreme Personality of Godhead as his son, he had to respect the authority of the Vedas. This is a very important lesson. Even if one has God in his home as his son, one should still follow the Vedic injunctions. It is stated, Mahajano yena gata sapanta. One should traverse the path which is followed by great personalities. Kardamamoni's example is very instructive. For, in spite of having the Supreme Personality of Godhead as his son, he left home just to obey the authority of the Vedic injunction. Kardamamuni states here the main purpose of his leaving home. While traveling all over the world as a mendicant, he would always remember the Supreme Personality of Godhead within his heart, and thereby be freed from all anxieties of material existence. In this age of Kali Yuga, sannyas is prohibited 
because persons in this age are all sudras and cannot follow the rules and regulations of sannyas life. It is very commonly found that so-called sannyasis are addicted to nonsense, even having private relationships with women. This is the abominable situation of this age. Although they dress themselves as sannyasis, they still cannot free themselves from the four principles of sinful life, namely illicit sex life, meat-eating, intoxication, and gambling. Since they are not freed from these four principles, they are cheating the public by posing as swamis. In Kali Yuga, the injunction is that no one should accept sannyas. Of course, those who actually follow the rules and regulations must take sannyas. Generally, however, people are unable to accept sannyas life. And therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stressed, Kalo nasteva 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 gatir anyata. In this age, there is no other alternative, no other alternative, no other alternative than to chant the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. The main purpose of sannyas life is to be in constant companionship with the Supreme Lord, either by thinking of him within the heart or hearing of him through oral reception. In this age, hearing is more important than thinking because one's thinking may be disturbed by mental agitation. But if one concentrates on hearing, he will be forced to associate with the sound vibration of Krishna. Krishna and the sound vibration Krishna are non-different. So if one loudly vibrates Hare Krishna, he will be able to think of Krishna immediately. This process of chanting is the best process of self-realization in this age. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya preached it so nicely for the benefit of all humanity. Text 36 My appearance in this world is especially to explain the philosophy of Sankhya, which is highly esteemed for self-realization by those desiring freedom from the entanglement of unnecessary material desires. Report by Srila Prabhupada Here the word Durasayat is very significant. Dur refers to trouble or dukkha, miseries. Asayat means from the shelter. We conditioned souls have taken shelter of the material body, which is full of troubles and miseries. Foolish people cannot understand the situation, and this is called ignorance, illusion, or the spell of maya, Human society should very seriously understand that the body itself is the source of all miserable life. 
Modern civilization is supposed to be making advancement in scientific knowledge. But what is this scientific knowledge? It is based on bodily comforts only, without knowledge that however comfortably one maintains his body, the body is destructible. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, Antavanta imedeha, these bodies are destined to be destroyed. Nityasyopta saririna refers to the living soul or the spiritual living spark within the body. That soul is eternal, but the body is not eternal. For our activity, we must have a body. Without a body, without sense organs, there is no activity. But people are not inquiring whether it is possible to have an eternal body. Actually, they aspire for an eternal body because even though they engage in sense enjoyment, that sense enjoyment is not eternal. They are, therefore, and one of something which they can enjoy eternally. But they do not understand how to attain that perfection. Sankhya philosophy, therefore, as stated herein by Kapiladev, is tatvanam. The Sankhya philosophy system is designed to afford understanding of the real truth. What is that real truth? The real truth is knowledge of how to get out of the material body, which is the source of all trouble. Lord Kapila's incarnation, or descent, is especially meant for this purpose. That is clearly stated here. Text 37. This path of self-realization, which is difficult to understand, has now been lost in the course of time. Please know that I have assumed this body of Kapila to introduce and explain this philosophy to human society again. Report by Srila Prabhupada. It is not true that the Sankhya philosophy is a new system of philosophy introduced by Kapila as material philosophers introduce new kinds of mental speculative thought to supersede that of another philosopher. On the material platform, everyone, especially the mental speculator, tries to be more prominent than others. The field of activity of the speculators is the mind. There is no limit to the different ways in which one can agitate the mind, and thus one can put forward an unlimited number of theories. Sankhya philosophy is not like that. It is not mental speculation. It is factual. But at the time of Kapila, it was lost. In due course of time, a particular type of knowledge may be lost or may be covered for the time being. That is the nature of this material world. A similar statement was made by Lord Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. Sakaleneha Mahata Yogo Nashta. In the course of time, the yoga system, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, was lost. It was coming in parampara, in disciplic succession. 
but due to the passage of time, it was lost. The time factor is so pressing that in the course of time, everything within this material world is spoiled or lost. The yoga system of Bhagavad Gita was lost before the meeting of Krishna and Arjuna. Therefore, Krishna again enunciated the same ancient yoga system to Arjuna, who could actually understand Bhagavad Gita. Similarly, Kapila also said that the system of Sankhya philosophy was not exactly being introduced by him. It was already current, but in the course of time, it was mysteriously lost, and therefore he appeared to reintroduce it. That is the purpose of the incarnation of Godhead. Yada yada hi dharmasya, glanir bhavati bharata. Dharma means the real occupation of the living entity. When there is a discrepancy in the eternal occupation of the living entity, the Lord comes and introduces the real occupation of life. Any so-called religious system that is not in the line of devotional service is called Adharma Samsthapana. When people forget their eternal relationship with God and engage in something other than devotional service, their engagement is called irreligion. How one can get out of this miserable condition of material life is stated in Sankhya philosophy, and the Lord himself is explaining this sublime system. Text 38. Now, being sanctioned by me, go as you desire, surrendering all your activities to me. Conquering insurmountable death, worship me for eternal life. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The purpose of Sankhya philosophy is stated herein. If anyone wants real, eternal life, he has to engage himself in devotional service or Krishna consciousness. To become free from birth and death is not an easy task. Birth and death are natural to this material body. Sudur Jayam means very, very difficult to overcome. The modern so-called scientists do not have sufficient means to understand the process of victory over birth and death. Therefore, they set aside the question of birth and death. They do not consider it. They simply engage in the problems of the material body, which is transient and sure to end. Actually, human life is meant for conquering the insurmountable process of birth and death. That can be done, as stated here. Mam Baja. One must engage in devotional service to the Lord. In Bhagavad Gita also the Lord says, Manmara Bhavamad Bhakta. Just become my devotee. Just worship me. 
But foolish, so-called scholars, say that it is not Krishna whom we must worship and to whom we must surrender. It is something else. Without Krishna's mercy, therefore, no one can understand the Sankhya philosophy, or any philosophy which is especially meant for liberation. Vedic knowledge confirms that one becomes entangled in material life because of ignorance, and that one can become freed from material embarrassment by becoming situated in factual knowledge. Sankhya means that factual knowledge by which one can get out of material entanglement. Text 39 In your own heart, through your intellect, you will always see me, the supreme self-effulgent soul dwelling in the hearts of all living entities. Thus you will achieve the state of eternal life, free from all lamentation and fear. Purport by Srila Prabhupada People are very anxious to understand the absolute truth in various ways, especially by experiencing the Brahmajyoti, or Brahmanifulgence, by meditation and by mental speculation. But Kapiladev uses the word mam to emphasize that the personality of Godhead is the ultimate feature of the absolute truth. In Bhagavad Gita, the personality of Godhead always says, Mom, unto me. But the rascals misinterpret the clear meaning. Mom is the supreme personality of Godhead. If one can see the supreme personality of Godhead as he appears in different incarnations and understand that he has not assumed a material body but is present in his own, eternal spiritual form, then one can understand the nature of the personality of Godhead. Since the less intelligent cannot understand this point, it is stressed everywhere, again and again. Simply by seeing the form of the Lord as he presents himself by his own internal potency, as Krishna or Ram or Kapila, one can directly see the Brahmajyoti, because the Brahmajyoti is no more than the effulgence of his bodily luster. Since the sunshine is the luster of the sun planet, by seeing the sun, one automatically sees the sunshine. Similarly, by seeing the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one simultaneously sees and experiences the Paramatma feature as well as the impersonal Brahman feature of the Supreme. The Bhagavatam has already enunciated that the absolute truth is present in three features. In the beginning, as the impersonal Brahman. In the next stage, as the Paramatma in everyone's heart. And at last, as the ultimate realization of the absolute truth, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who sees the Supreme Person can automatically realize the other features, namely the Paramatma and Brahman features of the Lord. Here the words used are Vishoko Bhayam Ritasi. Simply by seeing the personality of Godhead, 
one realizes everything. And the result is, one becomes situated on the platform where there is no lamentation and no fear. This can be attained simply by devotional service to the Personality of Godhead. Text 40. I shall also describe this sublime knowledge, which is the door to spiritual life, to my mother, so that she can attain perfection and self-realization, ending all reactions to fruitive activities. Thus, she also will be freed from all material fear. Report by Srila Prabhupada Kadamamoni was anxious about his good wife, Devahuti, while leaving home. And so the worthy son promised that not only would Kardamamuni be freed from the material entanglement, but Devahuti would also be freed by receiving instructions from her son. A very good example is set here. The husband goes away, taking the sannyas order for self-realization. But his representative, the son, who is equally educated, remains at home to deliver the mother. A sannyasi is not supposed to take his wife with him. At the vanaprast stage of retired life, or the stage midway between householder life and renounced life, one may keep his wife as an assistant without sex relations. But in the sannyas order of life, one cannot keep his wife with him. Otherwise, a person like Kardamamoni would have kept his wife with him, and there would have been no hindrance to his prosecution of self-realization. Kardamamoni followed the Vedic injunction that no one in sannyas life can have any kind of relationship with women. But what is the position of a woman who is left by her husband? She is entrusted to the son, and the son promises that he will deliver his mother from entanglement. A woman is not supposed to take sannyas. So-called spiritual societies, concocted in modern times, give sannyas even to women, although there is no sanction in the Vedic literature for a woman's accepting sannyas. Otherwise, if it were sanctioned, Kardamamuni could have taken his wife and given her sannyas. The woman must remain at home. She has only three stages of life. Dependency on the father in childhood, dependency on the husband in youth, and in old age, dependency on the grown-up son, such as Kapila. In old age, the progress of a woman depends on the grown-up son. The ideal son, Kapila Muni, is assuring his father of the deliverance of his mother so that his father may go peacefully without anxiety for his good wife. 